Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news, you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow. A decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. Good morning, fam. Welcome to another episode of As the Leader Grows podcast. This is Coaching with Ken. I'm super excited to be able to spend the next 15, 20 minutes with you guys talking about some things that are super on my heart right now, which I normally do. Uh, as At the time of this recording, I had a friend of mine, Jesse Lee Ward, who passed away from stage four colon rectal cancer. Um, I had the opportunity and privilege to meet Jesse last year. I was in California with my good friend Randy Garn at Ed Milet's house with um, a few dozen people for a little after party at, at uh, after Ed's book release. And I got to connect with Jesse. We actually were on the same flight as well. So we got to connect and just following her journey has been absolutely amazing. And Couple that with a couple, couple that with two other things. One, I just finished um, for the second time Victor Frankel's book, Man's Search for Meaning. And so I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've read that book, but I highly, highly, highly. As a matter of fact, I was on the phone this morning with my two oldest daughters, twenty-seven and twenty-four, and we talked about the book today, about how really life all boils down to purpose. Like, why did God create me? What does this look like? And the one thing about Jessie Lee that I loved in her last few months, because it was a very sudden and diagnosis in a very in a very quick, um, quick process for her. And even, you know, 11, 12, 13 days ago, she shot a video and said her PET scan was good. And the next thing I know, I get um, I my good friend Emily Ford reaches out and says, Hey, pray for Jesse Lee. She's not doing well. They were pretty close. And, um, and the next thing I know, two or three days later, she's, she's passed. And it was just a, it was a punch in the gut. And, and it literally is a reminder for every single one of us. Scripture says that our life is like a vapor. Like we really have no idea how much time we have left. And we're also, so I said, coupled with a, with two things, we're also in the middle of our, 21 day extraordinary habits challenge inside of our GSD community where we've got a group of entrepreneurs who have committed for 21 days today um, at the time of this recording is day 14 for goals, gratitude, affirmations, and top three, writing your goals down, business goals down, personal goals down. Really for us inside of GSD, we refer to it as our core five, faith, health, relationships, business and finances. And if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for a community, I'm just telling you, there's, there's hands down, there's none better on the planet than the group of people that we've assembled, um, that are really going after becoming the best versions of themselves. But really we're in day 14 of the extraordinary habits challenge that coupled with the book that I, I literally finished and I'm 
halfway through the second time again, I shared with both of my daughters today about it. This morning, we did a, I did a three-way call with my 27-year-old and 24-year-old as they both were. One's a teacher, just graduated with her master's degree from UAB back in Birmingham, and she's teaching fourth graders, um, inner city, loves it. And um, my 24-year-old daughter, who's on staff at Highlands College, um, probably the premier um, ministry college, four-year, four-year college um, in the world right now. It's literally like a military academy, if you will, for kids that feel called to do full-time vocational ministry or even full-time ministry in their workplace. And it's just, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal thing that they're doing. So we're on the phone this morning and I'm running through Victor Frankel's book, um, Man's Search for Meeting and sent them a link and said, Hey, I want you guys to read this because if you've read the book, some of you guys already are like, yes, I know where Ken's going. If you've read the book, Man's Search for Meaning, the first probably two and a half hours, two hours and 45 minutes is divided into two sections, may even be three, three and a half hours, is very, very heavy. It's very hard to listen to because it is his eyewitness and personal experience accounts from the concentration camps in World War II, from Auschwitz to Dachau, to all the things that happened, his wife, his wife, his parents, his son, all lost their life in the gas chambers. And just his account and recollection, I mean, it's literally, it's like when you listen through the book, it's like you're there. Um, and, you know, we're now, gosh, I don't know, 80 years past all of that. And now it's it's almost like it didn't even happen. And as my daughters and I were just kind of walking through that today, and really he makes a twist at the very end and talks about how, you know, the reason that the ones that made it through made it through was because they realized that there was a purpose for them, that they had not yet lived out their purpose. And there was something for them when liberation came. And he talks about his Logos therapy that he created for patients. And so when he got out of the prisoner of war camps, the concentration camps watched thousands and thousands of his fellow um, Jewish people slaughtered, murdered um, by Hitler and um, his, his SS guards. He talks about how the main reason they made it through was the conversations between themselves of there's purpose for when we get out. And so when he got out, he started his, um, his practice back up. He was a psychiatrist and, and he dealt specifically with um, Jewish people who were former concentration camp prisoners of war who were very suicidal and he never lost a single patient, never lost a single patient to suicide because he got them back in touch with purpose and meaning. It's funny. I mentioned my daughter doing some inner city school work. She's in the fourth grade and, you know, I I took her to Haiti for the first time when she was probably 13 or 14 years old. I believe she's been to Haiti three times on the mission field and she's been to Guatemala city. And the first time I took her, man, she just really attached to some of those children. So it's amazing to watch her live her life out um, as a fourth grade teacher. And she was just talking today with us about one of the students. He's in the fourth grade. And when he doesn't do something right, he gets angry with himself. And he she goes, literally, dad, he bangs his head against the brick wall. And so she's she's walking him through. And some of these children that they have in there who's who are just in very, very difficult parenting situations, walking him through purpose. You know, you have a purpose. Um, you have 
you have meaning in your life. I love you. Here, this behavior is, you know, we can't do this inside the classroom and, and I want to help you. And just listening to her talk about that really is the, the purpose and the meaning behind, um, behind everything that she's doing, which is, which goes, it just so correlates with the book. And so we're in the middle, like I said, of our 21 day extraordinary habits challenge with our community right now. We've got dozens of entrepreneurs that are, have committed to goals, gratitude, affirmations, top three, writing your goals down, um, every morning, business, personal, you know, your core five faith, health, relationships, business, and finances, gratitude, you know, getting gratitude off of paper and getting it on your phone. is kind of my, it's kind of my thing. We talk about all the time. It's not good enough to put gratitude on paper, but you really need that gratitude to transfer from your paper. It's great for you to go. I'm grateful for these things. Literally my good friend, Erwin McManus says gratitude is a lubrication. It lubricates the brain. It makes the brain function at a higher level. Scientists approved. But my thing is, is like, it's great for you to function better, but get it off of paper and pick up the phone. Let two or three people a day know how grateful you are for them. I sent um, two dear, dear friends of mine a text yesterday, and I just said, um, I paraphrase it. I just said, hey, I want you guys to know that I love you very, very much and your belief in me. And in what God's called me to do inside of our GSD mastermind and inside of our community and inside of our create conference that we do twice a year, twice a year, our faith-based entrepreneur conference and mastermind, man, you, you've, you literally have been a source of encouragement at a level you probably don't even understand. And I sent that to them yesterday morning, um, as I boarded my first flight and I, I want to encourage you gratitude's great, but I want you to get it off of paper and put it in your phone. Send people voice texts, send people texts, send, send them a video text, pick up the phone and call somebody and just let them know how grateful, because you want to talk about, you want to talk about a multiplication effect, um, in gratitude. It doesn't just affect just you, but it also affects the people that you're grateful for. Man, there's nothing like getting a phone call and, and it also positions you Because every single one of us, when our phone rings, we look down and we see the name. We have one or two responses. Oh, man, I can't wait to talk. Randy Garn called me this morning. It was early. It was like 6.15. I was up at 4.30. Randy and I were texting back and forth at 6. And then about 6.15, my phone rings. We spent about 25, 30 minutes on the phone talking. When Randy Garn calls me on the phone, I get stoked. I can't wait to talk to him. Everybody has the people in your life and in your phone that when your phone rings, you're excited to talk to that person because you know, when you leave that conversation or you leave that encounter with that individual, you're going to be better because of it. Don't you want people when you call them, when they see Ken Jocelyn on the phone, they're like, dude, I can't wait to talk to him. When they see fill in the blank, whatever your name is, those of you guys listening to this podcast, they're like, man, I can't wait to talk to him or her because when I get done, I know I always feel like there's nothing that's impossible. I always leave encouraged, even if it's a difficult, even if it's a difficult conversation. And one of the ways you can do that and position yourself to be able to breathe life into people and add value or the term that I like to use, be a life-giving friend or a life-giving relationship is to encourage people is to be an encourager. So get it, your goals, gratitude, get your gratitude off your paper, on your phone affirmations. What are you saying to yourself? Are you doing mirror work to really, to literally rewire your neuro pathways to who you desire to become? 
I say a lot, when you act like you belong in the room, you'll get in the room. When you act like you belong in the room, if when you act like you're a business of $2 million or $3 million a year, you'll become a business of 2 to $3 million a year. If you, if, you, if you do the things that four and five million dollar a year companies do, you'll become a company of four or five million dollars. It's literally you have to do the things that they do. So when you're, when you're doing your affirmations, when you're speaking things to yourself and rewiring your neuro pathways, what you're doing is you're, you're creating a new mindset for you. And when that mindset begins to form and that mindset comes into fruition, what happens is... You look up one day and you wake up and you're like, wow, I am the person that I've been, that I've been telling myself and committing myself to become. And then it's crazy what happens after that. So goals, gratitude, affirmations, top three. What's your top three? My top three today, Sundance, RMI podcast and our new VSL that we're doing. I've got three huge, huge rocks I'm moving this week. Hence all the calls, hence all the, uh, the excitement that's going around. So in our 21 day, um, extraordinary habits challenge. Those there's three things. There's three components of that, that I want to talk about why they're so important. That's goals. I just talked about goals, writing those down. I do it twice a day, every day. I learned that from Grant Cardone. It's huge. Let's say you don't hit 365 days. Let's say you hit 300 times, 300 days, and you write them down twice a day. That's three, that's 600 times a year. You're writing your goals down. The majority of people do not write their goals down more than maybe once, twice, a few times a year. Listen, when you write your goals down like that, and I have to, and again, we're not looking at it from a competitive standpoint, but literally if there's somebody that's in the same vertical, same field you're in, and you're writing your goals down and your goals then dictate your goals, it doesn't, writing goals down doesn't do anything unless then you take your calendar and your time, and then you back up and create action steps and plans a roadmap to be able to get to those goals. But when you do, I'm telling you, it's super powerful. And then your scoreboard. In our GSD planner, you can go to growstackdrive.com forward slash planner. You can grab one of these. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. They're 30 bucks. That's shipping and everything. We don't make any money off of it. It's literally something I created to help in the process. When we talk about extraordinary habits, it really is incremental, not monumental. The concept I created about three years ago, small daily discipline decisions over time, always equal monumental results. And when you get, when you commit, it's a 60 day planner. When you commit for 60 days, that's 50 cents a day, guys, come on, growstackdrive.com forward slash planner. When you commit to goals, gratitude, affirmations, and then top three, and then your scoreboard, your scoreboard is the very last thing I do every single day. That scoreboard is, and here's the importance. Every single one of us have been to a T-ball game. You know, there's tons of kids on the field. They don't put like nine or 10 on the field. There's like a hundred. There's like kids everywhere. Parents are there, grandparents, siblings, aunts, uncles, a lot of noise. It's loud, a lot of energy. They're cheering, they're clapping. Kids have no idea what's going on. They're in the field, picking dandelions, chasing butterflies. The little Johnny steps up. He hits the ball off the tee um, after he swung and missed five times, and he hits it down the third baseline, and he runs to third. Coach has to grab little Johnny, point him to first, so Johnny knows where he's supposed to run, and he runs to first base, even if they get him out, which they hardly ever do. Um, everybody's just having fun, excitement, energy, all of the things. But at the end of that hour, everybody goes home, and nobody knows who won because we don't keep score. This is why your scoreboard in your planner is so important. How did I live? I was a nine yesterday. 
I, I rated myself. I had a great day yesterday. We had a, a couple sign up for our, our GSD Elite Mastermind at 50K. Um, they're going to be in in Sundance um, with us November the 1st through the 5th with just some really dear friends like Vic Keller and Randy Garn and Erwin McManus and Gary Brecka and Sage Brecka and just all the people, Brent Gove, Kathy Gove, all the people that are in our mastermind. It's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal three, three and a half days. And it was a great day yesterday. I've given myself probably five tens, maybe six tens over the last two years since I created this planner. And those have all been after one of our create conferences or after um, one of our masterminds. And I usually am around an eight and a half, eight, eight and a half, nine. And I've never, I've had one seven, which is a bad day for me. That's a bad day. I've had one in two years, just one. But when you do your goals, you do your scoreboard. And the third component of that is when you time block. I have four color codes in my Google calendar. You can look at it every day. I post a picture of it from time to time. Green, uh, blue, green, yellow, and red. Blue is my personal time. So for the first couple hours a day, my gym time, my goals, gratitude, affirmations, top three, my podcast, my quiet time, which is the first thing I do when I get up. I put a worship song on, screenshot it, put it on my Instagram. I go straight to my U version. I'm in the book of John right now, um, the first book of the gospel, first book of the New Testament. Actually, not first, the, the fourth, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the fourth gospel, <laughs> the fourth book of the New Testament. And I'm reading that right now. And as soon as I'm done with that, with that um, devotional, um, you know, it gives me a little thing to share. I text that over to my guys on my text thread, the guys that are in my corner and I send it to them. And just, I usually share a thought that morning. Hey guys, it's today's Wednesday, man. Let's go get it today, man. Jesus, Jesus paid an ultimate price. So we could live a life of legacy and make impact. And I send that to the guys and it normally gets our text thread just rolling for the day. And Gary Breck, as a matter of fact, Gary and Gary and Brian Covey's Brian showing pictures from iron tribe, Brent Gove showing pictures. He's on the golf course. Randy's um, on a run yesterday. So it's just, we're just constantly encouraging and sharpening each other. So that's the, that's the time blocking aspect. So why are goals scoreboard and time blocking so important? Here's why. I want you to write this down. If you're not driving your car and you have got a pen, I have my, I literally have my Mont Blanc in my hand and my notepad and my, and my planner in front of me. Here's why goal scoreboard and time blocking are so important because regret is expensive. Regret is expensive. You do not want to, I just turned 55 in August. You do not want to live with regret. The cost of regret is way more expensive than the cost of taking time each day to write down your goals, gratitude, affirmations, and top three. The second half of the day to look at your wins. Where did I win today? Literally yesterday, I have I have Stephen Kelly on my in my win block on my on my planner. Stephen Kelly fifty k. Yay! I <laughs> wrote with like three exclamation points. And then and then one percent better. How can I get one percent better? And mine was focus. Like did did I make the most of every minute yesterday? And I didn't. And part of the reason was because on both of my flights back to back, the Wi-Fi was in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. So I felt like I didn't squeeze every ounce of potential out of the time I had yesterday. Um, goals, gratitude, affirmations, top three wins, one percent better. Goals again, and then your scoreboard second half of the day. And why those things are so important is because regret is expensive. I just want to encourage you today. You're listening to this podcast today. A couple things. If you've not got a planner, go grab one. They're 30 bucks. Go grab one ASAP. Get one. Commit to yourself because regret is expensive. 
every single time you put off something, every single time you delay, every single time you procrastinate, it costs you. Now, here's the big thing. And I'll I'll go back to Jesse Lee's life. And one of the things that she did that I absolutely loved was she shared this whole journey with people. Like she was so open of this is what the journey looks like. You know, in a year ago, she had no idea she had one year left to live. Six months ago, she had no idea she had six months left to live. We hung out last, I think it was like last November. Um, we were at Ed Milet's house in, um, in California and in Palm Springs. She had no idea. But yet she lived every single day. She lived life to the fullest, making the greatest impact that she could make because she was driven to help people. And because she knew the truth that regret is expensive. I didn't get a chance to talk to her um, in the last few months since her diagnosis. But I know several really, really good friends, including Emily Ford, that did. And I'll tell you the one thing that the one thing that she didn't live with was regret because she squeezed every ounce of potential out of every single day. Goals, gratitude, scoreboard, time blocking, those things are super important. Oh, I was doing my four my four color codes. Blue, green, yellow, red. Blue's my personal time. It's where I work on me. Green's where I make money. Yellow is where I work on my business, not in my business. And then red's when I spend time with people that I love. And the reason those are important is because regret is expensive. You do not want to pay the price of regret. And you don't have to. And here's the amazing thing. I don't care what you did yesterday. I don't care what you did for the last month. I don't care what you did this year or last year or the last five or 10 years. And neither does God. What matters is what you're going to do with this moment right now and what you're going to do in front of you. There's a reason. There is a reason that the windshield of your car is about six or 700 times bigger than the rear view mirror. Most of us, a lot of us, we can get stuck looking in the rear view and looking at the mistakes and looking at, ah, oh, man, I wish I would have done this different. I wish I would have done this different. When in the reality, man, our, rear, our, our windshield is so much bigger because God has so much in front of you. So I want to encourage you, goal, school board, time blocking. I promise you, you do this. It will make a difference in your life and you can forego the cost of regret and you can literally dive into the experience of fulfillment. What does it look like for me to live a life and become the best version of myself? Guys, thanks for joining us again on another episode of Coaching with Ken. I'm, I am honored. I'm super honored that you guys take time every week to listen. We've hit record downloads, several hundred a week now. I think we were up to 400 downloads last week. And here's the reality. I mean, we don't promote this. I don't really we don't, <laughs> we promote it on my Instagram page, but I mean, we don't run ads. We don't do anything. And our podcast just continues. We've literally tripled the number of downloads um, over the past couple months than we had before. And I just want to say thank you, number one, for helping us get the word out. Two ways you can do that. Number one, subscribe. Number two, snap a screenshot of this and share it on your Instagram page. There's a lot of people that do. When you do, I always reshare. And when I have a guest, I'm dropping an episode with Dr. Elizabeth Frederick this week, which is phenomenal. Um, She is one of the top um, therapist, dating relationship experts, um, in the country, her Instagram page is fire. Um, just such great information and great insight on how to, how to live your life, become the best version uh, when it comes to your relationships. So it's amazing. I guess the third thing you could do is stop by, leave us a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate that. And until next time, 
on Coaching with Ken. I'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to the As the Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As the Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth, whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.